I need to eat at some point. Yeah, you got to put food in your belly. Sure. Well, we'll uh, we'll get going with the PC Gamer Show now. Um, yeah. just, uh, this is for my recording. Uh, yeah, they they said two hours, so Patrick and I are, are in for the long haul here. Um, but two hours brings us all the way to Ubisoft. This is true. So I might need at some point, Scott, to leave you alone for like ten minutes to get time to grab some food. I was yeah. certain PC gaming would last an hour. I'm going to have my wife go get me a burger or something like in a half an hour. Well, you are very lucky because my wife isn't here. And my excellent uh, brother-in-law is taking care of the baby. Exclusive world first look. Well, I first want who's to there? Sponsor for helping make this event they have an audience? What do you mean, who's there? Their support, yeah. This event would not happen each year, so okay. thank you so much. Well, I like thank Sean Plot, so I say that every year. That's my excuse for why I continue to watch what I think is one of the worst shows at E3. Last year was better. It was, yeah, it wasn't as bad last year. But I like Sean Plot. Is that, is that a lady with him last year? I don't remember. I don't think so. Joining me is the fantastic Frankie Wall. Hello. Oh, Frankie Ward. Thank I don't know her. She's British. Does it make you want to fight him? Because you're French. Uh, you have a lot of the instincts the, to fight the bar fight thing? Yeah. No, not really. Okay. That's right. Midway through this show, I'm going to be two hours is a long time for PC games that, for the most part, we either already know of or well, are already from UK developer Rebellion. Several years ago, they announced that they were working on the follow-up to Evil Genius, a real-time evil layer simulator. Is it a little low, you guys? I'll turn it up. Sorry. Ready to reveal its nefarious vision for the project. So, PC Gaming Show, who's ready to stroke a cat? Well, I just want to make sure Patrick and I are louder than them. But yeah, that's probably a good idea. Um, world domination. World domination. What? Jesus. Evil Genius Two. World domination. <laughs> I'm probably not going to be taking notes for all of this. I usually take every single game, yeah. which I've been doing for the VR thing but well they said they're going to do 30 games that says to me if they got two hours there's going to be a lot of couch time right yeah probably oh 30 games in two hours that's what seven games per half hour so five to ten minutes per game I guess so. no five minutes per game probably. what are we looking at here Genius 2 World Domination. I never played the first looks one. Looks like I guess. a PR thing. A uh, PR. A Why PR thing. PR? Yes, PR. Uh, no, not pixels. <laughs> Pixar. Jesus. Patrick's getting hungry and tired already. Yes. Uh, and so the fun part is going to be Ubisoft, which is in two hours. It's going to be no break. Yeah. Um, and after that, I'm going to try to sleep a little bit. And then uh, there's gonna be there's gonna be uh, Square Enix. 
This isn't exact actually a game, is it? What is this? It's a trailer for a game. I never played the first one. I don't know what this even is. I think that's going to be a common comment on, um, on this show. Whoa, that guy's huge! You were a writer on the oh my gosh! So what does it mean for you I will need you both. Others are really small. Um, I would destroy uh, everyone here. Also, I'm not going to be there for the AMD thing, which I think is going to be boring. So, yeah. AMD thing? What are they doing? Yeah, after... Um, I can't remember what time, but there's an AMD thing after Ubisoft. Maybe half an hour or an hour afterwards. F that, Yes, I have to be the one to tell you. <laughs> right. That sounds really boring. I like Paradox. I don't know who they are. World of Darkness. Okay. You're obviously new to this whole... Oh! Glitch. Oh! oh! We got a glitch. Oh, it's coming back. This you happened earlier. Rule. You don't break the masquerade. Oh, it's the vampire masquerade deal. Right, right. I don't like vampires. It's not my thing. This city. Vampires can be cool. Well, there are many, many versions of vampires. Yeah. Um, Welcome to the first day of the rest of your death. I don't know if I've Have found one that that gets me going yet. Hmm. I like that first uh, Underworld game movie. Um, what was that called? The Kate Beckinsale thing? I forgot the name of it. Yeah, uh, I think it's Underworld. I like the first one. The rest, were, the sequels are terrible. I don't know. I think yes, they are, but they're kind of terrible in the way that Resident Evil movies are terrible. Yeah. Um, for me at least, like I enjoy watching them. The vampires are kind of delighting in how terrible they are. I'm worried this guy wants to break break me. Um, he has a strange. Set of gloves. He looks very nervous too, like he's just dying. That's right. So we have the resonance system, which means that essentially, vampires. The popular thing right now is to color your hair silver. No, to color your hair hair silver. I think that's what he's done. Would you consider just doing a full silver treatment of your hair, Patrick, just like that? Uh. To be honest, my hair is turning silver pretty fast, <laughs> so I'm not sure I would want to accelerate that process. I understand. I don't blame you. Is it yours as well? Oh, yeah. Yeah, especially down the sides here and my beard. Yeah. I'm getting nice and, nice and crispy. Yeah, look at... Oh, I'm, I'm seeing us both now yeah. in this uh, Discord magic. I, I Look at that. Look at that. Yeah. It's all gray all yep. over here. Yep. Didn't used to be, did it? It didn't. Certainly didn't. And uh, I can tell you, it was already starting, but uh, a year and a half ago, when the wonderful little baby came into our lives, the process accelerated. Yeah. I don't know if it's linked. But I, don't know. I don't know either. It may be just timing and it didn't matter. But... And it may be the crippling lack of sleep and constant stress. Vampire puberty? Mm. 
family might Ooh, have that to sounds uh, like wife and children and I don't know what it sounds like. I'm both blood, perplexed, uh, and so uh, intrigued, and disgusted. I think and that guy's cosplaying as a vampire. I think that's what's going on here. And Brian, the first game came out. And oh, wait, years for really? <laughs> I guess I mean maybe people working on on vampire games would be yeah, we're, we're, a little bit goth to begin with. Well, you know yeah. What? I think there are people around the world watching this. They're nervous. Yeah. Can you wait, guys? You would be. I mean, you people would be nervous. So I think you've convinced it's, everyone it's here fair. now. When are we going to get this? Oh, so cringy. Uh, we're going on. It's a little bit crazy. Uh, it's always so cringy. When can we learn more? Yeah, the the vampire, the masquerade thing. Thank you, so you know, this luck. is Give why you guys. need spokespeople who know what they're doing yeah. and who are media trained. Yes, and it's it, it just it influences the way people see your company. It does. And your games, more importantly. Your task is to manage a colony capable of sustaining life, crafting components, controlling colonists, and sending out crews to mine asteroids. But when you're living in space, there can be big... It's okay. Yeah. I mean, we embrace the cringe or we wouldn't cover this. Let's take a look at the brand new <laughs> you have to. Manager. You have to Well, let's say in. that these two are not the most important sh- uh, uh, conferences we're covering. No. We've been doing this for five years, everybody. Yeah. Which is crazy. Five years. Through the wonderful technology of the internet, we can do this from our own home yep. uh, for everyone's enjoyment and for our enjoyment as well. Yep. And I love that we can do it. Ooh, I want this, whatever this is. This looks like uh, Escape Artists. What's the name of that? Uh, the Escapists? Well, this looks more like a space simulator the thing. Space Escapists. The space stationists. I love games like this. Um, so I had a, a thought about Microsoft uh, from the conference yesterday. This is by the Stardew Valley guy? Hold on a second. Is that true, chat oh, really? room? You're shitting me. Is it really? I don't know. Okay, I'm going to wait for my thought. Sorry, go ahead. The end you were going to say. No, 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 it's fine. It's fine. You're interested. It's, it's rare enough that we should uh, <laughs> revere that moment. So for those listening audio only, this is... Oh, Starmancer. Get bait access. I don't think this is by that guy. They made that Could up in the chat. Guests. Don't believe anything chat says. Modders. Okay. And now... Yeah, they're standing on a giant Tetris piece. Their own studio. The T piece. Let's welcome to the stage from Tripwire, John Gibson, and from Torn Banner, Steve Piggott. Hey, Sean. <laughs> you know, Sean now does his I best. Understand. <laughs> so if you start as modern, he Sean does is also uh, getting some yes, gray Steve, hair. So, uh, oh, yeah. He's in his early 40s, isn't he? When they were modders going commercial. So here's the thing. When people were saying the couch is problematic in the PC gaming show and the couch is boring, the issue was not the actual couch. Making this better doesn't mean we move the couch and do the same thing standing. 
I think they got confused there because they're just standing doing the same thing. And it sucks for the hosts because two hours of standing is the worst. I think that's why they have two people. Yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, Sean Plot, sorry, he's only 32. I thought he was older. He was 32. Oh. Okay. He's a a young man. Oh, it's the thing we saw in VR, isn't it? Is it? I don't know. Isn't it? I don't know. This looks like that Mordhau thing that everyone's loving right now. Yeah. It definitely does. I'm, Did you play it? I haven't, but I am I will admit to being very curious about it. Um, I'm not really a melee combat guy, but there's something about it that seems really fun to me. The reviews are off the charts. Yeah. Oh, I think it is Mordhau. Probably is. So my notes of Mordhau-looking thing are not... Oh, Chivalry oh, 2. I guess... Okay. Oh, it's Chivalry 2. Okay. So it's the, it's the Mordhau... <laughs> Mordhau took all its inspiration from Chivalry anyway. So Chivalry 2 is probably going to come try to eat their lunch. Oh! That was uh, one way to go. That was unnecessary. Oh, <laughs> about Chivalry 2. Gratuitous. Well, Chivalry 2 is, is about bringing players into their favorite medieval um, movie battle scene. So here's my thought about uh, the Microsoft thing. Like yeah. castles, xCloud villages, is coming and, uh, um, and, in yeah, October. Really, yes, right? that is correct. XCloud thing. In an yep. And, then a bar and uh, we, they already have houses, Game Pass. So in theory, I'm guessing... Uh, if you have xCloud, it's going to be a test, but let's say you get into xCloud and you have Game Pass, theoretically, you could play any Game Pass game through xCloud, right? Correct. Yes, correct. So, it's probably going to be a little bit more expensive than Stadia, but it comes out a month before Stadia. And it's essentially the same type of service, except you have a million games available, including a subscription service if you want it. And downloadable option. Uh, right, but that's, that's already the case now. But the streaming side is you have a catalog of a million games and you have a, a, an all-you-can-eat uh, all-you-can-play Netflix type thing. I think the combination of... Well, I, the xCloud is a much bigger deal than we first thought. I agree, but I think they did a piss-poor job. They did a piss-poor job of getting that straight yesterday, I think. I I think it was intentional. I think they don't want it to seem like they're... It's basically basically lowering expectations, and people are going to figure it out anyway. But they don't want... You know, it's still going to be a test, and they don't want everyone to expect this like the second coming of Jesus. Um... And yeah. But a, a core I think they're being cautious so because they mastered their the communication, time. unlike Stadia. Stadia was poorly uh, put together communications-wise. Microsoft wasn't. I, I agree with that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I do have to ask. So, yeah, xCloud, I think, is a huge deal, uh, especially for Stadia. So, that was my thought. It's a good thought. You've taken me to places I I didn't expect. As you are getting bored by Chivalry 2's developers. No, no, it's all right. I mean, these guys, they probably have something to say. I don't know. 
and the game has a huge influence from my I mean that's the well. thing if you're not interested yeah, in the game they're talking about you're not going to be interested in what I mean, they're the saying and hilarious. many people are going to be interested example, in that you can but feed a man with a chicken while quoting shakespeare like so like picking up a chicken is a yeah, physically and clever. putting your head on their bodies oh, excellent well i mean i have to ask have to zoom in a little bit when can people get their hands on chivalry 2 chivalry 2 oh, is coming work. out uh, early 2020 <laughs> And it's coming uh, first to the When the camera's all zoomed out, you can put Patrick's head on them, and they look like little Patrick's. Gentlemen, John Gibson and Steve oh, what? I put your head on their bodies, and they were the cameras. Oh, were nice. We are just getting started here at the PC Gaming Show. Let's take a look at what's coming up next. PC Gaming Show. Well, it's still, they still use that guy. Coming up. You're watching the, the guy, the, the guy from Darkest Dungeon. He's so good. From the creators of Darksiders, Remnant from the Ashes, Baldur's Gate. Let me tell you a tale of death and misery. And gameplay footage. What gameplay footage of Baldur's Gate Three, dude? We're we are in the right show then. <laughs> we got to dig through a lot of shit to get there, but we're gonna make it. All right, we will. What is this? Blip blop. What is happening? Ooh, I like the look of it. Skinny legs. Everybody missed. Everybody skipped leg day. I like chunky graphics like this. That seems cool. I don't know what it is. Oh, I wasn't. I wasn't watching. Some kind of viral. That was a brand new trailer for Mosaic, a dark and atmospheric adventure game coming later this year from developer Killbike and publisher Raw Fury. So, how are you guys enjoying it so far? There's been some stores, some space stations, vampire puberty. We're listening to your reactions to the PC gaming show throughout the entire broadcast, no matter what platform you're watching and ranting on. Our next game is a ghost themed multiplayer hide and seek game inspired by a popular mod. Charge up your proton packs and get ready for Midnight Ghost Hunt. Popular mod. Okay. So this appears to be some sort of Ghostbusters ripoff, is my guess. When the night falls, there's only Oh, a ghost? Look, Patrick is a ghost. Oh, he's blue. Mm -hmm. He's blue. He thinks he's a guy. Do 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 do. Here come the Ghostbusters. And so the Ghostbusters are gonna bust the ghost. I think so. They're gonna do it without paying a licensing fee. <laughs> They're going to be. They're the worst. Ghostbusters like. But. Uh, not too like Ghostbusters, or else it's big trouble. Oh no, ghost chair! Oh shit! It was a man! Oh, I thought you were gonna play the ghost. No. Play the ghost. Oh, is this. Oh, I guess you are the ghost. 
Oh, you, oh, so it's an asymmetric yeah. thing. Okay, I like the idea of asymmetric um, games. I do too. The popular ones right now are like one horrible ghost versus five guys, or you know, like Dead Till or Dead Till Daylight or whatever it is. Or Dead, Dead Till by Dawn, Daylight. Dead by Dawn, whatever it is. <laughs> Dead by Daylight, yeah. Daylight, yes. Uh, that's been the model lately, but I'd love to see, like, you know, five Joining on five kind on of stuff. Joining me on the stage to talk about Midnight Ghost Hunt is the dynamic You know, I actually think creative director, the stage is terrible? Sam oh. Alone. No, yeah, this stage is not great, but uh, I like that it Sam. slows things down a little bit Please between tell us trailers. What is going on in that. It's, maybe what is it's only because I'm taking notes about? and that so allows me to... <laughs> Have a little bit of a quiet time. You can play as either as ghosts or ghost hunters, like a four v four. They they keep saying uh, the they've got that powered by the Epic store in the back, but it never shows Epic. Like it just says powered by the store and all the crops. Uh, on the inside, they're not so harmless ghosts. Do you see that? Uh, wait, what? Uh, but they're getting. It's not about. Uh, they're getting money from Epic. Yeah, but you can't. But doesn't you can't actually see it? You would do that. It's cropped. Oh, but you see it in the. Oh, now I can see it. The time runs out until the clock strikes midnight. Midnight being kind of the uh, hour oh, of the yeah. ghosts, basically. Um, they can it's about fight probably 25 people in that crowd chat room, uh, something like that. 30, hide, maybe. There's a hunter kind of off by himself. 35. He I don't can know. quickly just hit him in the back of the head and knock him out real quick, and he has less hunters to deal with. At that point. See, well, what, what's the identity of the Okay, hunter? well, this guy's all right. Comes out, knows what he's talking about. So the hunters, it kind of can be uh, divided into two different segments. Uh, the first part of the game is kind of almost like a detective game because people gesticulate sort of a lot on stage. It would have been better sitting. Obvious at first glance. So they've got gadgets like a footprint tracker. They've got like a radar, like you saw, to try to narrow down where in the haunted house these ghosts are hiding. Basically, uh, as soon as the first ghost is found, yeah. though, it starts getting a bit more chaotic. Uh, people, there's ragdolls flying everywhere, and they have that cannon to really try to smash the ghosts into pieces. So those are kind of the two aspects of the ghost. I see. Well, uh, talk to me a little bit about the inspiration for Midnight Ghost Hunt. I understand it's based on a Gary's Mod Mod called Prop Hunt. Right. So well, we really liked uh, Ghostbusters, so... Yeah! You saw the furniture, they hurled themselves yeah. at you, they but knocked you out. I'm a little surprised more games so haven't come out of... Gary's Mod stuff, because so many weird uh, Gary's Mod things have things come out that I would have thought more games might copy them. When the clock strikes midnight, we saw the very spooky red color pop up. We didn't see what happened. Have you seen a ghost? Really? They're asking that question on the vote? Even one ghost survives four minutes into the match. Then uh, you hear this ominous grandfather clock. If you've seen a ghost, all the lights are Let me tell. Hey, I'm going to say something controversial, Patrick. And all the ghosts mm -hmm. that were destroyed. The answer is no. You've never seen a ghost. Done. I wonder if this is like a. So at this point, uh, the tables have turned. I don't know. I, I don't know what it is. They just need to try to work Maybe they could have asked. Are you afraid of ghosts? Like. Are, are you scared of no ghosts? Now that, that's fine. Somebody might have a fear of what they think could be ghosts. No, but I mean like it would be like the song. Oh, I <laughs> see where you're going now. Well, awesome. Right. When can people get the chance to I love that you took it seriously. You were like, yes, that, that's perfectly okay. Fear of ghosts is a perfectly reasonable topic to question people about. Later in the summer, we'll out keys on our Discord as well as on our main website. Wonderful, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know why I feel Sam so strongly Malone about it today, but I just do.
Okay. For our next title, we got Frankie up in the balcony, and if I understand correctly, Frankie, this is a sequel. Well, I thought that was the name you of the game. Frankie up in the balcony. Yes. It's a big sequel to a small indie game. Unexplored 2 is a procedural adventure, a roguelike that challenges you to fight, to be clever, and to solve its mysteries. Explore a beautiful world, engage with its creatures, and befriend its people. Search she does look like Paula Poundstone, whoever in the chat said that. Until you die. And die again. This is Unexplored 2. Unexplored 2. Don't know what that is. Never heard of it. It's from Big Sugar. Alright, you're exploring. It appears this is unexplored territory. Ooh, I like how this looks. It's a roguelike, she said. You're like a little rat or something. What are you? What's the name of this thing? Unexplored 2. Oh, shit. There's some sort of fight happening. He's dead. Alright. Roguelike it back to the town. They don't really explain what's happening, but this is a... Uh, this is my. This looks alright. It's kind of my jam. I like this kind of stuff. See, that's the problem. It looks like Sable a little bit. Yeah, um, not very much, but uh, that's the problem. There are too many things that are kind of our jam. We don't have time to play all of them. No, you're right. Attention to them. You're right. But imagine a service where you could just willy nilly hop in and just say, "What's this?" and have it stream within seconds, mm -hmm. like. You you were saying something about that yesterday, and I complete completely agree. Like that's the one part of this that people aren't really thinking about. Unlike yeah. Netflix, where that's true, you have a million things to go look at. You can't take the time to figure out what if you like it or not. Games you like can installing the game one becomes of the enough of an inconvenience. Right. That totally agree with that. Monitor and here to talk about a groundbreaking new display is Samsung's Dean Dalcero. Welcome, Dean. What you got for us? Oh, Mike's busted. Well, let's take a look. The CRG two five twenty two hundred and forty hertz. The curve. How are you going to demo that? Oh, that's how you demo it. You show a ton of bullets. Like seriously, I know some people can see the. The, the difference between 60 and 120 and it makes a, a big difference but and I can see it on my iPad and stuff like that but 240 hertz really is that necessary I don't know well I'll let you know soon because I'm doing some trade work for somebody who's going to and the trade will be for 240 megahertz uh, oh well screen. I'll let you know you'll let us know Right now I'm running at 60, and I would like to at least see how I perceive a 240. Dean, we've seen the video, and i got to start asking. Talk to me about some of those juicy features and specs. So juicy features? So it's a 240 hertz curved gaming camera. We believe it's the world's first. So you have lag-free and tear-free performance. Um, I'm pretty sure they're using the, the Sean Plott's mic, and they're just amping it because his, his is dead. You wouldn't get from a traditional flat panel. And I wanted to ask a little bit about some of the color specs. Sure, it's a 3,000 to 1 contrast ratio. 
Do you get those? Yeah, this is the we pay to be on this show part. And I, I understand it also has G Sync. I saw that flash yeah, up on the screen. First well. G Sync compatible monitor, so we're super excited about that. Their well, first the PC gaming show, and we're showing off a huge. Why do they only have one? The Asus has a million of them. Who would expect that? 240 hertz refresh rate, and the G Sync work well with it. Yeah, so we think everybody's going to appreciate the, the speed and the performance, but ultimately, esports first-person shooters are really going to benefit. Right. Well, of course, I have to ask: not just when is it available, but what what type of cost are we talking? Yeah, so it'll be available in mid-July for under $400. For a 27-inch panel, so it expands that's our gaming lineup to oh. eight months. Yeah, because yeah, when you said 400, I mean that's 27-inch. Right. Wow. 400 yeah. bucks. So Under 400, he says. Really? That's pretty impressive. Yeah, that's yeah. impressive. Check out Samsung.com/gaming240. We'll see from the back of the room for more info. Yeah, that's right. For any of the audience, I'm gonna there. look that up. You can go there for it. It's working. It's not 4K. 4K. It's not 4K. Not for that price point. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I want to let you know that we have all sorts of great presentations and games coming up. Let's look at what's coming up in the PC Gaming Show. Stay tuned for more announcements, trailers, and never-before-seen footage, including Gearbox answers burning questions about Borderlands 3. The next game from Clay Entertainment. Ooh, I, I don't think we have any unanswered questions about Borderlands 3. I have questions yeah. about the next game from Clay Entertainment, though. Yeah. I love them. Sure. Yes, everyone does. They, they make incredible games. They've never disappointed me. And now the PC Gaming Show presents What's Next from Funcom. From Funcom? Whoa, she's by herself. <laughs> and those leather pants are hot, and I mean like temperature hot. Hello, everyone. Thanks for the warm applause. Um, it's very exciting for all of us at Funcom to be here at the PC Gaming Show. I haven't heard of Funcom in, and I don't know, what feels like, like five years. Show some of the cool stuff that it's we've been, been while. working on. So, without further ado, here are some of the games coming for 2019. This also looks like we paid to be here. <laughs> but maybe that's, maybe that's not. happened since you've been traveling con you could use your skills stalkers got each other's backs right oh this game's what great happens to you happens to me really yeah the 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 one that that's a sequel to or maybe that's actually showing the one that i'm playing but uh it's like xcom kind of it's really mm -hmm. good it's weird because the animals like. the animals have all mutated i don't like uh i don't like uh, uh, XCOM, and I know that makes me a despicable uh, alien person, and I apologize, but you're just a horrible man that you've now told us this. Yeah. I'm, I've lost all respect for you and your stance on all things. Not true. Um, I hate tower defense, so I don't know what that makes me. But. Well, not a yeah, it's not that's not great. Don't. Don't repeat it to too many people. <laughs> Moons of Madness. Don't know what that is. Seems cool. Oh, who would have thought? My son. Off to fly among the stars. 
Okay. Funcom. Founder and director of Mighty Kingdom, Philip Mays. Wait a minute. Why? She's still standing there. Oh. So yeah, at Funcom we've been doing our own games for over 26 years now. But recently we had the great pleasure to be working with some other very talented The developers human mind. And help them publish Fragile. Games. What? Like a robin's egg. That's that guy who's doing the announcing. Oh. Uh, okay, that of was. Kingdom, a out of <laughs> he does the darkest dungeon stuff. He's so good. A little different. Thank you, Natasha. So on April first this year, we put out a little trailer for something called Conan Chop Chop. And uh, considering the date, it's perhaps no surprise that people what? decided that that was uh, April Fool's <laughs> joke. So uh, yeah, we have a little surprise for you. Check this out. Okay, they, they took a April so. Fool's joke and made it into a game. Is what they're probably gonna do. Conan Chop Chop. I mean, I have. I would like the Conan IP to be treated with a little bit of respect. Yeah, good luck on that. This is going to be so dumb. I didn't see the April Fools. Uh, Conan Chop Chop. Look at the little Conans. Oh, so this is a... This is a, a, a an action RPG type thing? 2D roguelike Zelda game. Mm, it doesn't... I don't like that. I do. I'm style. in. I'm all in, dude. Yeah. Straight up, I will play this. You don't like the style, huh? No. It's... I... I no, I do like little stick men. Yeah. That looks all right. <laughs> I'll play it. So there you have it. Uh, okay, Conan Chop Chop. Sure. It's a roguelike action adventure game. Uh, it's very real. And it's coming to PC, Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and Nintendo Switch on September the 3rd this year. 2019. We also have a playable version here at E3 at our demo room, so if you want to give Stick Figure Conan a try, then please don't hesitate to drop by. Thank you. Thank you so much. And then they made out. <laughs> she needs to get out of those pants, and I don't That's mean that in a dirty way. A nomadic survival game set in a post it does look uh, uncomfortably warm. Yeah, I couldn't do it. The last humans need to outrun the blazing sun in massive open world environments. Chat room says Patrick needs to go to bed. He's so cranky. I don't think he's very cranky. Uh, am I though? Am I? No, I mean, if they've listened to this for the last five years, they'll know you're not being any more cranky than usual. <laughs> no, more than usual. No, I'll be tired later. Then I'll be cranky. Yeah, wait until Ubisoft um, starts blowing smoke up our butts. Can't hear this woman. It's very quiet. Whoa, what's this? That's on purpose. It's some kind of robot machine. This is some kind of survival game, game I'll bet you. Whoa, that thing's cool. It's insect-like. Oh, 
I don't know what to make of this. Those explosions are kind of weenie. Patrick, I don't know what to make of this. I don't either. I don't, I don't understand what it is. is I don't my either. Problem. Oh no, a big one. Last Oasis. Kind of Mad Maxi. All right. Mm -hmm. I don't know what you do. Those machines are cool. Age of Wonders Planetfall. Ooh, right. Sci-fi version of Age of Wonders, which I am a fan of, but you wouldn't like because it's very XCOM. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you not like turn-based games at all? Um, no, it's not my jam. No. It is totally and I'm my not jam. A yeah, no, I'm not a huge fan. So. It didn't used to be my jam. In the 90s, I hated games like this, but I love them now. I don't know what changed, but... Uh, EX06 agrees with you. I mean, I... I don't know why I like them. Me? It agrees with you that on the, what the turn base the isn't. That... Oh, turn base isn't all that. The name of the game is Age of Wonders Planetfall, a 4X strategy game. And joining me on the stage to talk about it is the game director. Yeah, I'll play Leonard the shit Sass out of that. And principal gameplay developer Tom. Will Burr. you Welcome, though? Guys. Yep. Right. Good to be here. Will you? I will. Absolutely, will you? I will. I played the last. Yeah, I played Age of Wonders three to death. Sure. I love that game. The only reason I'm I'm insisting that you might not is that there's just so many things to play. <laughs> well, I agree. I make time for this weird stuff. I like it. The Vanguard expeditionary forces who are in cryosleep when everything went to hell. Um, there's scavenging cyborgs or the Amazon bioengineers who ride dinosaurs into battle. Is there anything so far that you know, really rocks your boat, I guess? In, in this presentation so far? Um, there are a couple where you were like, oh yeah, this is cool, I'll play it, but anything really good. Mm, no, if I'm honest, I don't think anything's blown me away yet. Um, I'm trying to think what we've seen. <laughs> I've forgotten already. So maybe you'll find a genetics lab which is still full of horrible mutant creatures, an entertainment complex overrun by horrible robot monsters, a temple with holes in the sky. Dude, this guy's stoked. And I did see in the trailer dinosaurs with lasers. Dinosaurs with lasers. Perfect. Cats with lasers. No, sorry. No cats with lasers. I'm so sorry to disappoint you. Guys, grabbing his junk. Anyway. I can't think no, of anything else they've shown, Patrick. Show up in the game briefly, and I know um, Evil Genius 2, Vampire, The Masquerade, Bloodline, Starman, Sir, right, so Mosaic, uh, Midnight Ghost Hunt, Unexplored 2, etc. I don't know. Probably not, nothing yet that's blown me away. Honestly, this game is more interesting to me than most that I've heard about so far. As long as they're consistent with, like, the, the Age of Wonder stuff has been good for me, so... And that's all about the future of the faction. Uh, so you can create like a combination between man and I feel like that guy's fiddling with his wiener. Yeah, uh, 
others include doomsday technologies that you allow might be. you to you know people do weird stuff when they're stressed alien brain you can they're like little kids or win the game by when kids are little especially fun. boys they all want to grab their wiener the yours is too planet. young he'll get there the future is not a pretty place. uh he's starting <laughs> to get there a little bit <laughs> some of the combat that we saw oh, no. a lot of strategy games the combat oh, okay. very brief to just you know show two armies pinging off each other but i understand that the tactical layer is quite rich Right, so when combat yeah, you starts, do grow you out see, of that. like, on the world map, maybe, like, a little sort of space lab or something like that. Do you, when though? Combat, Some of us do. <laughs> do you? Inside the lab. There are a few people I wonder about, but most of us do, yes. All of your units, which you've been putting together and built, are now deployed in uh. combat. You can move them into cover, use your abilities, shoot laser cannons. Maybe you've chosen the Dvar, so you've got, like, a bunch of space wolves and little yeah. metal suits of dig holes in the ground, like, shoot from the, from the holes. Maybe you've chosen the Kirkos. I mean, you gotta understand, all video games, not all, but many video so games are based on turn based inspiration, like DD or freaking Warhammer or, you know, whatever. And so, a lot of ways, real time stuff, we've just all forgotten that that's just the computer making all these moves that we used to have to take turns to do. And there, I don't know, there's just something about turn taking I like. The game is due. Yeah, yeah, it's right. It's gonna be available on PC, multiple platforms. Consoles. Manlin. Hey, what's that URL? Uh, it's aow-planetfall.com. Well, I'm looking forward to it. It's less than two months away, gentlemen. Thanks so much for joining Thank me. Up on Thank stage. you. Are you really looking forward to it, Sean Plot? Are you really? Thank you for sharing the horrors of the future. I like that my really is, game, Frankie, is I have catching on. You, yeah. What year is it? Why? I knew it was only a matter of time. Nineteen forty-six, Sean, my dear boy. Europe lies in ruins, torn apart by the satanic Plan Z. A brave band of heroes cast the Fuhrer into hell, but little do they know, the nightmare is far from over. Actung, oh, this, this is killing me. Is I hate this. It's a world-exclusive reveal of the next shooter from the makers of Sniper Elite 4. World Exclusive! Rated M for Mature. Blood and gore. All right, here we go. Get some blood and gore going. Not actual game footage. Representative game mechanics. Okay, so... Some kind of... World War II sniping unit there. Gonna get down there and do a little sniping. There's Will Smith. What's he doing in this? Oh, is it really Will Smith? No, it just looks like him. Oh. Oh, there's Andy. It's nothing like Will Smith. <laughs> Look, He's I made a generalization. I made a generalization about his being bald and black and having facial That's hair. True. So I really I really did my homework. Zombies are still a thing. People are into it. I mean Yeah, zombies are never gonna go away. Whoa, flamethrowing zombies. Flamethrowing hell zombies. Yeah. So is this going to be a good version of a Left 4 Dead sequel? I don't know. It looks like a co-op thing. I mean, it's right? from Sniper Elite, so I assume they're sniping. Oh, is it Sniper Elite? It's the Sniper Elite team. So the lady oh. thing says, let's see what's next for our Sniper Elite Development team's next shooter, they said. But I don't know what that means. Well, it could be a Left 4 Dead lack, like, co-op PvE thing. 
It totally could be. I feel like everybody's I mean, trying to make like Left 4 Dead since Left 4 Dead won't make Left 4 Dead. Mm, I haven't seen a lot of Left 4, Left 4 Dead likes. Except for World War Z, which is apparently okay. Apparently kind of bad. Get it's out of there, lady. Bad, it's just... It's only okay. Yeah. This doesn't look very dynamic. I mean, it's all pre-rendered, they said, at the top, so... I'm not sure what to expect. Oh, it's Hitler, dude. Sweet. Oh. Oh, zombie army dead. Oh. Was that already a series? I'm, I'm behind Well, that. apparently. That had zombie Hitler in it. Later on the PC gaming show. Four. How did we not know there were three of those before? Yeah, no, there's so many frames. This looks... What? What is Warframe? What is Warframe? You never heard of Warframe? No, I thought that's the question you oh, asked. No, they're going to talk about it. Right. And then the most important thing is that Baldur's Gate 3 thing. they got to get to that. That's what I plan to be blown away by. The root. To a hatred that we do not understand. This evil will consume our world and the countless worlds beyond. Unless what this is. Rise um, isn't it Baldur's Gate three? No, it's something else. They're, there they're saving BG3 for the ammo, but... Yeah, you're right. But there's, like, Tulu Great Ancient. This looks neat. Yeah, it looks... It, it has a really cool art style. Oh, is it another Monster Hunter type thing? I'm not really yeah. into those. Did you try Dauntless? Uh, not yet. I keep hearing it's good, but... It's fine. Remnant. From what I played. Remnant from the Ashes. Don't know much more about that than that. That looked nice. Oh yeah, bat the bat, uh, Borderlands will be another thing. Talk about Remnant from the Ashes. Yeah. In that trailer, we got the chance to see so much new gameplay footage and new environments. Let's welcome the CEO of Gunfire Games, really? David Adams. It was like 30 seconds. Yeah, it wasn't so much. So, David, I want to ask right away, for those who are unfamiliar with Remnant from the Ashes, what kind of game is it? A lot of games so are coming out in the next couple of months, which yeah. is fine, but I don't know. And, I mean, well, and to your point, you if you had a subscription, I mean, I'm going to be playing the hell out of Horizon, uh, or Horizon or Forza Horizon 4. Oh, I'm going to play the hell out of that, because now I can do that for a dollar. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's so stupid how cheap that is. We still haven't heard anything about that that price. Not a like, peep. Nothing. It's weird. It's so weird. No one is talking about it. But the price is still five bucks, right? Yeah. On the site, it's still. I didn't check today, but yeah, it's really weird. 
So we generate the maps, the enemies, Game the pass, PCs, bosses, everything. We build those all by hand, right? Yeah, it's all hand scripted, but the system takes all the pieces. Well, Dunaway's in the together, chat. So you might play the game and come into work and say, hey, I talked to a uh -oh. giant tree Mike, and fought a uh -oh. dragon boss. And I'm like, uh -oh. I met a guy in a helicopter, okay, old guy in a helicopter, and killed a tree ant. And we'd have completely different experiences and playing the same game. And you just have to keep going through and eventually explore what all the possibilities hey. are. Yeah, you can play the game over and I over can't again see the stuff. price here. Oh, there we go. Okay, the so they've well, confirmed the beta game. price four ninety nine. Um, it is indeed the beta price. Okay, so we're paying for beta access. Yes, well, that's um, not my favorite thing. It's fine though. I mean, it's not hard. I mean, it, it, all it has to do is check that I'm legit so I can play it. Like it's not yeah. like there's anything dynamic. I think it's it's really an introductory. Um, it's fine, and so I I think game, ultimately <laughs> ultimately the Game Pass Ultimate is going to be a, a huge deal. Yeah. Um, I wonder if they're going to be clever enough to not jack up the price if you want to include an XCloud subscription. Oh right, yeah. I mean, you will die a lot. But I don't know. It it has to be more because you need to pay developers. But I don't know. If it's like twenty bucks a month and you get access to everything, it is mind blowing. And it's coming in October. I get. I don't. It's a huge deal. It's coming in October. Pre-order the game now. You can actually get it in beta. Yeah, but still, it's it's still weird the way they did it. Ladies and gentlemen, David Adams from Gunfire Games. Thanks so much for talking to us about Remnant. <laughs> Thank you, David. These guys refuse to shake hands. Earlier, Nobody will shake hands. Keep those questions coming. I will be asking on stage the creative director of Borderlands 3 everything you want to know. Doesn't matter what platform you're on. You don't need to show. remind us you're going to have the dude from Borderlands. Let's talk about our next title. This one was announced All the time. two yeah, years ago not. at the PC gaming show here. It's a game from Clay Entertainment called <laughs> Griftlands. It's changed quite a bit in the last two years. It's I'm now excited about this. a deck-building roguelike where you don't just fight, but you also negotiate your way oh, to a broken deck down... deck-building roguelike. That's world. all changed from what it's it used to be. It's going to be available on the Epic Game Store in one short what month game is on this? July 11th in Alpha. Take a look at some uh, This is the new Clay game. Uh, I forgot the name already. But the... I love this Oh, stuff. it's a Clay one. Yeah. Okay. I love their art. So it's a it's a Slay the Spire type thing. That's what it sounds like. This is very Slay the Spire. Oh, it's what it looks like. Yeah. I trust but them to make playing... it awesome, though. So you're playing to resolve the situations, right? So it's not just combat. You're also playing with your cards to resolve situations outside of combat. It seems. Yeah. That's an interesting. Take. This looks exactly what I want. <laughs> I love Slay the Spire type gameplay. I love that kind of deck builder, and I love clay games, and I love their art. It's one thing that Slay the Spire is missing is decent. It's the ugliest video game. Oh, wait, there's... Oh, yes, it is always deck builder. And do you get those little animations when you play? Yeah. No. Yeah. Do you think so? Oh, yeah. I guarantee it. Those fights are gameplay fights. Hmm. This yeah. Originally, kind of cool. Grifflands Grif was originally much more, I don't know, like RPG-ish. But uh, I'm into it. Planet Zoo is the latest game from the makers of the brilliant Planet Coaster. Please welcome... 
Piers Jackson and Lisa Bowens from Frontier Development. Their art style's always been really neat. Now, Piers. So what Planet kind of Zoo. Are we be running here? Um, I think Planet Coaster was probably was really well received. People the entire like that, yeah. uh, roller coaster tycoon community was very happy with what they did, right? Yeah, generally speaking, I think it was it was considered the proper uh, spiritual successor of the of those coaster games. Really excited to show everyone here a gameplay video. And to announce our launch date. Oh, fantastic. Let's that buy sounds great. Take a look at our new game. This is our new game. That's my favorite British accent. Hello. <laughs> Alright, here it is. Planet Zoo. Okay, I need to move a little bit. Are you standing at your I'm sitting desk? at the moment, but I might stand in a minute. I might do some jumping jacks. Um... So we're an hour away from... Uh-oh. Oops. <laughs> it keeps happening. Um, we're an hour away from the the thing, uh, from Ubisoft. If it's okay with you, I'm going to go in and grab some food and bring it back here. So I'm going to be away for 10 minutes. Yeah, you're totally fine. Um, I, my hope is that while I'm away... They will uh, discuss Borderlands 3 because I can't take any more of that. <laughs> game. Which I was looking forward to, but now I might be sick of. I'm kind of feeling that way as well, but we'll see how it goes. All right. No worries. So I'll be away for 10 minutes. Yeah, you're totally fine. Oh, maybe maybe I'll wait to see what the next game is. <laughs> maybe it's going to be something that is actually not making me grumpy. I mean, as oh, it's just stuff. them talking about the zoo game more. All right. Okay, All right. 10 minutes, do your thing. and I'll be back. Okay. I might uh, cover my uh, my webcam just in case. Something. I understand. You're paranoid. I get it. Yeah. All right. See you in 10 minutes. Okay, bye. <laughs> he has a cover for his webcam. All right. I'm trying to tell Scott that he's ignoring me, telling me what? What are you trying to tell me? Anyway. You guys want to play a zoo game? It's where you make a zoo, I guess, and you do, uh, you got some, uh, uh, animals there, I'm guessing. You got little zebras and, uh, the whatnots, right? Uh, you got your, uh, what else you have in a zoo? You got your peacocks. Got your. Uh, we have a very special guest all the way from Japan. Oh, who's coming from Japan? Anyway, you want to make a zoo? Let's make a zoo. Lizards. Ooh, Yu Suzuki. Shut up. That is right. Ladies and gentlemen, joining me on the stage is a legend of Japanese game development. It's Mr. Yu Suzuki. Oh, there's the hand to shake. Hello, everyone. In addition to being the brains behind the following games, Hang On, Space Harrier, Outrun, Afterburner, Virtual Racing, and Virtual Fighter, Yusan also created the Shenmue series, and he's here to talk about Shenmue 3 right now. Take it away, Yusan. Uh-oh. <laughs> 
20年支えてくれたあのファンの皆さんありがとう。I just want to say thank you to the all the fans supporting me for the long 20 years. Thank you very much. The wait. The wait is nearly over. <laughs> That's right. Let's take a world exclusive look at Shenmue 3. Okay, here we go. Finally get to see this damn thing. Shenmue 3. Patrick's gonna be mad he missed this. Honestly, I don't think your kung fu is strong enough. Ooh, that looks like shit. Grandmaster, I. Is it meant to look just like Shenmue? Because a long time ago, martial arts were bad, but humans are interesting creatures. I mean, I know it looks better than it used to, but away from prying eyes and became stronger. One even practiced atop this very boat. Non-Tren survived the ban and was passed on in this way. Well, that's all I got. What did、oh. you say to me? Stop it! <laughs> oh my lord! They threaten and extort money from shop owners, get drunk by noon, and cause trouble. Everyone in town is afraid of them. They are heartless. Hey, wait right there! I have worries. I am concerned. I don't think I want to play Shenmue Three. This is him, the Japanese guy who got in our way. You've got some guts to barge in here on your own. I know. So I mean, maybe that's great. Shenmue Three. I would like to once again thank you so much. Thank you, Yusan, for joining us today. Thank you. Thank Cheers, you, everyone. Thank you. All right, get the H out. Now our next title is near and dear to my childhood heart. It's based upon a game I grew up playing called Heroes of Might and Magic 2. Let's take a look at an upcoming collaboration between Coffee Stain Studios and Lava Potion. Yeah, Ubisoft's in two hours. That is correct. Why did someone say an hour? Like Warcraft. I like the pixel uh, 3D look of this. This is neat. Oh, Patrick said it was an hour. Hey, he's smoking crack. We'll explain it to him when he comes back. Yeah, French hour is two hours. <laughs> It's metric. What is this? Is this an RTS? And do I care?、I'm、kind of sick of RTSs, but if it's a builder, like a city builder thing, I'd be into this. Cool look, isn't it? Songs of Conquest, classic adventure strategy. I would like to know more about that. 
The name of the game is Songs of Conquest, and here to join me in talking about it is the lead designer. Well, that guy's from standing crooked. He's standing Carl sideways. Rosfeld. Hey, yeah. Carl. Ah, hey, thanks. I mean, let's just start off for anyone who maybe hasn't played the Heroes of Might and Magic series. What is Song of Conquest? Oh. Um, it's all about, um, well, you kind of start off with in the town that you just saw in the, in the right. trailer. And uh, from there, you recruit your wielders, who's what we call our commanders. And uh, yeah. you recruit an army, and then you kind of send off your wielders on an adventure. Smooth criminal. Upgrade your town so you can get more stuff, and that's kind of what you do. Adventure and strategy combined. Yeah, and you know, I know that part of the core loop is obviously get the resources to build up the township. But yeah. for what reason? Armies, man. Talk to me about those juicy battles. Yeah. So juicy. The battles, like more the juicy references. You like saying oh, juicy a lot. That's fine. That's fine. You start by deploying them, and then all the troops. You can say juicy. It's not a problem. Sure, sure. They go in initiative order, and then you plug it out, and it's a bit like chess, but instead of like pawns and bishops, you have like ones and face turns. Great weapons yeah. and so on, yeah, and all those things. And well, you know, as as someone who just loves the Heroes of Might and Magic series, I know that you have translated a lot of the gameplay elements into Songs of Conquest, yeah. but. What are some of the modern elements that you're bringing in? Um, well, there's a lot of it, but I mean, one let's of see the actual magic, combat. We call it the essence. So basically, uh -huh. um, in our in the Songs of Conquest universe, everything has an essence within them. So, like the soul, your troops, they have an essence. And to do magic, you need a to bring Song your of Conquest and Ice. Very nice Good job. Oh, I see. So if you want to uh, like make your troops go faster, you need to bring a troop that has that essence, like cavalry. And maybe to ask a basic question: What if my opponent kills that cavalry? Then you can't do the magic. So, oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, if you're fighting someone, you kind of have to like weigh the pros and cons of what to kill off. Treasure like, chest houses? <laughs> I don't know. Is that what we were looking at there? Information. And as always, when's it coming out? And late 2020. Oh, it's quite a ways off. It's quite a ways off, but you can go to songsofconquest.com. Well, boo! Don't Apple. tell me about it now. Oh, late 2020. Later. What are we doing here? Well, what is this? As you know, the future. I'm really looking forward to playing it, Carl. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. <laughs> now our next title Awkward Silence is an update to a popular co-op game. Let's see what's in store for Vermintide 2. Ooh. I like Vermintide 2. They're doing uh probably some DLC here, something. Vermintide 2 is a good time. Oh, there's that guy. For Sigma. I hate these many rats who are after us. Be still, my quaking soul. For Sigma. The Rat King. Sigma. Whoa, wait. Did they let... They're going to let people play rats? No way, dude. Are you going to let us play rats? Oh. <laughs> All right. Legit excited about that. Oh, my gosh. Wait until I talk. To, I got to talk to you Kyle. You saw the reveal of the new PvP mode coming to Vermintide 2 which turns the Warhammer Fantasy cooperative game into something even more brutally competitive. It looks deliciously vile, and surely dismembering Skaven is so much more satisfying when you know you're going ham on a fellow player, making him or her tiny little baby rat tears behind their computer screens. 
You can sign up now for the Vermintide TV versus Vita at Okay, I'm into that. Bring it. In Per Aspera, you're an artificial consciousness orbiting Mars whose ultimate purpose is to terraform the planet. Bring it. A single drone in your landing site and turning the planet into a flourishing second home for humanity. Courtesy of developer to Lawn Industries and publisher War Fury, here's a first ever look at Per Aspera. As we all know, reaching the Red Planet was not humanity's greatest achievement. Transferring the complexity of the human mind to machines was. So they all right, what did I miss? Oh, hi, Patrick. You missed um. Hey. You missed Shenmue and uh, Shenmue Three with uh, Yu Suzuki came out. So I didn't miss anything. It looked bad. It looked really bad. Um, so this is going to be super weird. Um, yeah. I'm going to be eating, so it's going to be like us? one of those weird uh, Japanese streams. Oh, it's ASMR with ASMR eating with Patrick. I'm fine yeah. with it. Go for it. I'm going to I should I should mute myself cuz this is You do whatever you want. Um, but you know, it's fine. We're we're having dinner together. I mean, dinner/lunch, yeah. enjoying some video games. Um, it's fine. It's just we're having a, a you know, grabbing a bite together. Sure. It's not weird at all. Yeah, all good. Time to rewrite history. But for his debut project with indie studio Panache Digital Games, he's going to take us back 10 million years to where humanity began. Here to tell us all about ancestors is creative director and co-founder Patrice Desolet. Welcome, Patrice. Thank you for having me. Really happy to be here. I've been waiting 10 years yes. to come back on the big stage at E3 showing off a game. Well, it's fantastic. <laughs> well, I got some bad Why news for you, bud. Well, when I started Panache, I needed a game, uh, uh, an open world game in which you can do a lot of things. You need a character in a 3D environment at first. And I said, oh, I'm the historical guy. I'm the historical dude. So I need an historical period. They said, oh, let's go back at the very beginning. It'll be easier to do. Because I won't have to build a city, I won't have to build technology, and I was a bit naive. Because we built Africa 10 million years ago. That's so, and that's not easy to build. It doesn't sound easy. I mean, how have you turned those themes into gameplay? Well, you play our last common ancestor, right, of all the big eight, and then you have to explore your, your environment, and eventually you expand your territory, you expand your clan, because I like that, that that game that idea. Badass character. <laughs> yeah, you I think it could be it could be interesting. I don't know how it's going to translate to gameplay. But evolve into different but... <laughs> up until Lucy the Australopithecus roughly uh, it's pretty. I imagine our ancestors had uh, a lot more issues to deal with than we do What's the name today? of the game again? Ancestors an Odyssey of Evolution. Something like that. Yeah. Well, it's all about from a prey to a predator. Basically, at the beginning of the game, everybody is there to kill you <laughs> and devour you. And, and, and basically, at the end, it's pretty much you. You're the predator, and everybody's <laughs> afraid of you. And that's, that's right, the right, chat room's making me laugh. It's all good. So, Patrice, ultimately, what is the key to evolving your plan successfully? Curiosity. You need to explore, because, you know, I made a game about characters and you needed to follow the story I wrote for you. This time, you're basically writing the story. Right? There's, there's no story per se. Which primate is best? Human, gorilla, chimpanzee, gibbon, or monkey? Looking at the mini maps and the little dots. 
it's about they really wanted to push that interactivity can you survive like I, those things days? annoy me and that's the question why is every, why would anyone answer human like it's so serious of an answer yeah why is that even on the list on PC you, first. I was going to ask you when we can see it, and you answer my question first. Thank you yeah, so much. You're getting good at this. As the says, Ancestors will be released <laughs> August 27th, and you can learn more at ancestorsgames.com. <laughs> she repeated it. Oh, that guy's too excited. He wants to, like, go out with her or something. Ooh, Epic Game Store advertising. You see, you see romantic interests everywhere. I do. Look at these two Shenmue people. So that's an exclusive... Uh, Epic? Epic store thing. Ah, uh, the, the community is going to be so angry. Yeah. I'm sure most Shenmue people are... Well, actually, they're Sega people, so... Oh, Ancestors, yeah. Absolutely. That seems interesting. The Pathless. I saw that on there for pre-order or something. I think it's part of the um, Apple Arcade, the Pathless. Oh, is it? So they're saying that Klee games come in there first? I don't actually care. I don't. I don't care about what store I get stuff on as long as it's good and they treat me well. Yeah, it looks like this is the Epic exclusive fun hour. Yeah, these are. I assume these are all exclusives. I can't actually tell. I'm trying to see if anything's somewhere else. Chivalry 2 coming there first? Oh man. It's gonna piss people off. A game on Steam. Oh, that Klee game. It's all I can think about now. So, so, so I got to answer your question again. Which thing impressed me? The Klee game. Because I love them and trust them. And they make great games. And I want to play that right now. Fair enough. One more thing. What's this? Oh, this is the auto chest thing. Yeah. Who's making this? But I this? think that's the one from the original auto chest mod people. Is it called Auto Chess? Probably. I mean, they have yep, to. It is. Yeah. Oh, another so bum. That's a, an epic exclusive. Yep. Another bum rush for to the stage. Lee, a new genre, dude. Nest. Everybody's Indeed, going for it. Chess has turned out to be a I'm very curious about it. I didn't install it because millions of players. I don't Get even have Dota, so that and the mods and everything. But I'll definitely PC try out the Yeah, so I, I, Hello, everyone. I'm Loring Lee. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Yeah. I'm the CEO and the founder of Dragon's Game. Dragon's Game is a game developer and a publisher coming from China. I'm so happy to be here. Today on this stage to introduce our game. Uh, to all you. Those were all up exclusives. This yeah, I think really they are. And so, moment for us. And so Twitter says, this is Chivalry. Oh, people are going to be pissed about that one. Dragonstone now is working with the creator of AutoChess, Dota Studio. Uh, they are working together to bring AutoChess to the world. 
both on PC and uh, mobile, so that everyone from anywhere with any device. I want to play it. I've never played it. So, sure. Now they are building the PC version. You've never tried the the mod, you mean? No, I've never tried it. Everyone raves about it. Like it's this hot yeah. new PC genre, and that everyone should be playing it. But I haven't tried it yet. Definitely looks like it is um, interesting. With the help of but um, there's and, uh, there was a lot of uh, hoops to jump through. I believe we can finish our job quickly and efficiently. And uh, today, I'm very glad to announce the PC version of AutoChat will be coming to the Epic Game Store. I look forward. <laughs> what? I look forward. <laughs> Not a lot of clapping there. Chat room can see his nipples. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Loring Lee. Yeah. I'm not sure what he said, Thank but... Thanks so much for yeah. sharing the news with uh, us. It's going to be coming to the Once Epic Games Store. Chess, if you have not played it, you must Exclusive. check it out. Exclusive! So Our next title, with Frankie up above, I understand is an inspired indie game. We'll find out, Sean, because one of the things we... When's that uh, Zelda thing come out? The way that, game that redone... The, uh, can draw inspiration from one another. The Game Boy version? The, the yeah, the redone... Uh, whatever it is. Link in time or Link... I think it's this year. Is it? Okay. Chris Payle's spin on the genre... I want that. ...unique perspective that lets you see the past, present, and future on one screen at the same time. So you'll see the future change based on your decisions in real time. November? Here's okay. the world-exclusive reveal of Chris Payle's. Whew. This is a long show. <laughs> the world exclusive. You dirty son of a bitch. Oh. All right, some kind of cartoony thing. If you saw what was, what is, and what I hope you're. I hope you're not hearing my chewing too much. No, no. What I am hearing is kind of turning me on. So don't worry about it. It's the ASMR. Yeah. Uh, yep. Who who knew? I've always tried to find my ASMR. Apparently, it was you eating. It was me chewing. Yeah. Chips. What on earth is this? It looks a little bit like um, what your daughter is drawing. Yeah, it's kind of her style. You can rewrite the future. Did I hear Chris Taylor was involved in this? Oh, Chris Tails. That's what I heard. <laughs> I'm sure it was like the guy who did uh, Dungeon Siege and... Whoa, what's she got? In PC gaming, it's not the size of your weapon. It's how you use it. Oh, shut and up. And I'm holding one of the... Well, well quite frankly, it's, it's a bit average, isn't it? It's just your average, you know, block, really. No. It's one of the ridiculous alien weapons from our next game, Valsaris. A brutal, heavy metal-infused 2D action platformer inspired by true old-school classics like Contra and Turrican. Assuming the role of fearless warrior players must blast and slash their way through the doomed citadel of Balfaris, overcoming its deadly environments and enemies before challenging the arcane evil at its very heart. Get ready to rip the galaxy a new wormhole from publisher Big Sugar. This is Balfaris. Okay. I don't know why they gotta do that. I don't know either. I guess they they figure, you know. Oh, this looks like all your base are belong to us. <laughs> this is pretty metal, dude. Yeah. yeah. 
on, look at him go. See, I like shit like okay. this. I'd play it's this. Fine. I'd play this. I would look for this on sale, or I'd get a key from somebody, or I would do something to get it. I'd play this. Look at that guy banging his head. I'm not a big fan of metal. You're not a metal guy? No, it's... That's so it's funny that you like Blizzard. Blizzard stuff. stuff is so inspired by metal stuff sometimes, and I'm always surprised that you don't like that's, it. Well, that's the part that I'm not a huge fan of. Like, when everyone starts reveling in the metalness of some of those things, yeah. I, I roll my eyes a little bit. But this looks, you know, this looks... Looks good. Just yeah, it looks good. I'd play it. I would play it. In case you have not been in downtown LA, E3 Chat room doesn't believe me, but I would. Borderlands 3 art. It's amazing. It's beautiful. And joining me is the amazing and beautiful Enough Paul Sage, with, oh, okay. director of Borderlands 3. Beautiful's a new one. Thanks. Yeah, there you go, Paul. Right. Welcome. I mean, there's been so much hype around Borderlands 3. What's the stuff you're really excited to be sharing this year at E3? Oh, man. So, you know, we've talked about our vault hunters. Well, this time we get to talk about Moe's, and she is our uh, gunner vault hunter. So you right. has a big bag, so it's one of the things. <laughs> big dread on the mic. We're talking about, you know, the different loot, yes. the shield, grenades, other <laughs> things, going to different planets. So a lot of stuff I'm trying to be discreet well, when I eat, and right I end up bumping Mose. on stuff. Tell us you're totally everything fine. you can about her. You okay, be you. Yes, I'll tell you everything I can. So Moe's, again, like I said, she's a mech pilot. She has this big mech. It's called Iron Bear. She gets into Iron Bear. Yeah. All you know, right, Iron Bear action mech skills, Which means thing. that she can equip either a minigun or a railgun or a flamethrower. You know, if you want to barbecue your enemies, something like that. Oh, so, nice. You know, uh, yeah, Moe's is a, a terrifically fun character for us right now. Now, we've been excited to be collating a whole bunch of community questions. We're going to break them into two categories. So what First, is this? There's a whole bunch of repeat questions. What are those? Sure we get to oh. Right now. One of the big categories is about... <laughs> mentioned this doesn't look like Borderlands. guns earlier, but what can you tell us about some of the... Well, they have different systems, right, in environments. The yeah, they have, so, like, uh, five we'll planets. Talk about grenades, like one of my favorite things that we don't get to talk about a lot. So in the past, we've had grenades. If they've had, like, well, one thing, they can bounce. They I'm can glad they didn't have Randy Pitchford you know? come out and talk yeah. about it. This time, we're combining, like, all of them. I am them. very glad. So, for instance, the other day, Randy I was playing, Pitchford and I threw a grenade, and that grenade had a bounce. It would stick. An explosion would so come Scott, out, and the grenade does this would fire guns as it was going through. Oh, like, so man. We have, like, a ton of Oh, uh, you guys hear that at home? This is a treasure. <laughs> DH Redlord said I have the worst attention span. That's not true. Well, when you're so the thing people don't realize, yeah, we're not just watching this. We're watching, commenting, kind of without really realizing, trying to be funny and and quippy, and we manage maybe once every twenty quips. Yeah, we're still trying to provide something entertaining for you guys. Yeah, we're taking notes, paying attention to everything that's happening. Um, and we've been doing this for two and a half hours already, and we have we've done this yesterday and the day before. No, not the day before. Yeah. Um. Ooh. And we still have, what, two and a half hours to go? Um, so you approach it a little bit differently than well, when you're just watching. Yeah, or like uh, doing a show, uh, you know, a podcast where you've got a list of notes. This, this is a unique thing that we do. Um, the, by the way, you were wrong on the time for Ubisoft. It is at, in 10 minutes, it will be an hour and a half away. Yeah, we double down mm. on that. We have what we call guardian rank. 
All right, cool. So, it's it, so it is 2 p.m. That means I, 2 p.m. I didn't have to eat during this. Crap. They told me after you left, so there wasn't much I could do to tell you. And then we're going to hit some right. rapid fire questions. Why does this stream keep jacking up here? In Borderlands 3 compared to Borderlands 1 and 2. I know those were big aspects. What? How do you build it's a probably a bad right? time so for this to be happening. Fight, you know, like I, I'm an old school Nintendo fan, right? So I love huge boss fights that have like three oh, yeah. phases and stuff like that. So now those people, you know, smart people in the audience know that we've talked about going to vault instead of vault, right? And so there are right, different right. like huge boss encounters there. Uh, that are just you know multi-phase boss encounters. We have like a lot of different mini bosses throughout the game, so a lot of different boss encounters throughout the game. Well, now I want to ask some really quick questions hacked. that should be <laughs> yes or no, very brief. First, from Castoray, how will you be handling multiplayer? Um, multiplayer, we will basically be allowing anybody to jump in at how any How will time. you be handling so, it? Awesome. From <laughs> MHL Animations. That's an Can awful question. Great question. I'm not here to judge what you do with your gun. So you know, you, that's a personal question. All right, great. Sam Wiseman asks, is Maya's new companion a siren? People are asking the I, right questions. I don't That's like what I about that. the oh, format. All right, from because the questions feel like they were given to Sean yeah. by yes. the company hours ago. And All right, I'm just gonna I blast think a that's actually literally can. the case. Probably what's happening, yeah. 50. Someone in the chat says, can we get a Frog Pants reaction to the Frog yes. Pants tweet Will within the E3 feed? I don't get it. What? I don't know what he means. Yes. Other kinds of He's probably kidding. I have no idea. Mm, yes and no. <laughs> and also maybe. And Perfect. Maybe, yes. And will you be able to transfer weapons between your characters? No. Absolutely. Right from the oh. start. Perfect. <laughs> and when is the damn game coming out? Friday the 13th, 2019, September 13th. Perfect. Wait. Borderlands.com. September for more 13th, 2019. Thanks so much for joining me on stage, John. Thank you. Yes. Okay, he didn't say the year, so it weirded me out for a minute. Oh, they're getting hacked again. Again, if you have not seen all the setups and down. Are you getting the weird lag here that I'm getting? Oh, so beautiful. Yeah. Okay, it's on there and then. It sounds like it's at the source. Visiting a guest that we saw. Yeah, it definitely does. Oh, it's getting bad. Oh, it's no good. She got a shark. Baby shark, do, 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 do. Oh, this is bad. Oh, hi. No, why? Don't do that. Sorry. Oh, look, they're having technical issues. Please stand by. Well, Patrick, we can take this moment to. Oh, never mind. There it is. RPG oh, they're back. Shark PG, yeah. as we call it. You start as a, a small baby shark pup, mm. and you have to. That was demoed last year. Yeah. Um, try to eat your way to it's, the top I think it's a fun idea. The three words it way, it's a shark RPG, literally. Here, listen to this. And then we and, also uh, have we to have think about like him. Oh, never mind. Well, let's meet, and then let's take a look at the new Hi. Welcome back. Nothing. That's me just doing things. Ignore me. Lit it. Yeah, they showed this last year. Or whatever was done of it. Yep. Did he just play guitar on a, <laughs> on a shark? No, it was a small fish. Right, this was in this was in the PC gaming show last year. Yeah, yeah. I think it's 
dumb and fun, and I like the idea. To be honest, I'm probably never gonna play it though. What's funny is this is in the swamps of somewhere in the south. And there's no there's no sharks there. Oh, I've been that's there. what you're worried about. I've been there. <laughs> I mean, a little bit. Uh, actually, this <laughs> video game is wholly unrealistic <laughs> in its portrayal of the American South. In the trailer, because quite frankly, not even I would eat him. <laughs> that was Scaly Pete, and Scaly Pete's the villain in this tale. Pete is uh is a best he's Cajun. In the Gulf, I can tell. Or Cajun. he'll tell you he's the best shark fisherman, and uh, he disfigures our baby shark at the beginning of the game and does some really nasty things. So. He's not a very nice guy. Now, the story of Maneater is told uh, through the lens of a reality show called Shark Hunters mm. versus Maneaters. And it follows Pete and oh. uh, the player shark on its adventures. Sorry, that's and, Patrick. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a really... Are you trying you know, it's, to it's a very isolate way, an uh, embarrassing really thing that <laughs> I said and played back to me? No, I'm trying to export the VR thing from earlier while we're doing this and it yeah, keeps there playing. Is, there oh. is an awful lot of Maneating going on in this game. That is the name of the game. And uh, but they made her wear a shark thing. A I feel bad for her. Fun yeah, this is. Game. It's like GTA if you were a shark. I think um, they want to break the monotony of having if there, there the two is more people to the talk on stage. Game. So yeah. uh, we spent a lot of time making, moving through the water, I think breaching that's probably out, accurate. And, uh, and adding abilities to go up on the beach for an afternoon snack. Um, so uh, there's there's a, a lot of exciting things that you can do in the game. And you mentioned before it's a shark CG. How does that progression system work? So there's three facets to, to the shark PG elements of the game. Uh, there's growth, there's life phases, and there's evolutions. Scott, so you're not growth, commenting uh, on the lack of realism of the way I'm the shark jumps out of the water. And that's kind of like your I mean, I'm kind of... I'm kind of... I'm a little bit enraptured by it. I think I want to play this. Just because it's so dumb. Like, what a dumb idea that it might just work. You take a big yeah, leap in size, that's the, a big leap in, uh, the point of it. And I would like to point and out, then, though, as you that life you basically phases, said, that can be applied to parts of I'd the like to play body. this for, example, you could get for one out of every like, two games that we've seen. <laughs> and we've seen 750 games yeah. so far today. I mean, admittedly, they're not blowing my mind with much here. What's ironic is the one I wish I could get more excited about Borderlands. I know I'm supposed to be, but... And try having to a hard time. Awesome shark RPG ever. Um, I think Borderlands date, is a classic case of too much communication. Yeah, they they're overdoing it, and you know it's going to be shown again at Gamescom, and they have more stuff to find to show. I think that's part of it. I think it's also over communication as well as counter communication from all the weird stuff going on at Gearbox. So it's just creating kind of a weird, nasty vibe that makes me kind of uncomfortable. It might be amazing, or I might have had enough Borderlands to satiate me for a while. When loot shooters have evolved. Is, what is this, a chair? I think this is a Maxnomics. My, uh, my chair right here. Oh. You win racing? It looks so similar. You know, I think there's like one company by Iwin for the in China that, that makes those chairs, and they they all sell 
like Terraria is one of the names. best selling PC games of all time, selling almost 30 percent off EWIN Pro Gaming Chairs. Once you popularity is the that's fact pretty that developers good. Relogic continue EWIN? to add content, going from 250 items at release to now over 4,000. Let's take a look at their penultimate expansion coming up, Terraria Journey's End. Well, they're not that fancy. They're like 150 bucks or something. They seem okay, though. It's a Terraria expansion? Didn't it come out like 15 uh -huh. years ago? It's like... <laughs> This is when you know Patrick's getting like tired. He starts to Patrick starts to exaggerate numbers. Is when you know he's getting really tired. We've seen <laughs> 750 games. Wasn't this game out 20 years ago? I love it. I mean, this I is old though. This is like five years old or something, right? Yeah, probably. Maybe a little bit more. Let's check. I still use that shitty comic font. Ugh, that game. Terraria has its fans. Oh. Of course. Did that freeze for you or just me? Oh my god. Terraria 2011. 2011? Yes. Well, you were not far we're off. Right? I told you. I did I thought you were smoking away crack. From the current generation of consoles. Eight, over eight years ago. Sam I would not like. And actor producer Logan Marshall Green. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you. Yeah. I would have been. Um, now, if, if you I knew I was exaggerating story, when I said 15 years, but I didn't think I was <laughs> that close. You're not that far off. Where you watch live interactive video oh, in order no. to uncover what happened with a murder. What? What is it that's going on in Telling Lies? This doesn't sound like a game I care so, about. Uh, like that story, Telling Lies is a game in which you watch video footage to piece together a story. And this time we have a woman who has stolen an NSA hard drive. I feel like this is worse than last time. Um, yeah. Last year was a bit of an uptick, and this year's not so much. It's up to you to figure out what and why. Time to take a look at some of the gameplay mechanics and see telling lies in action. Take a look. I want to put Patrick's head on something, so I'm going to do that again. What? I'm going to put your head on something. Hmm. This is the, um, oh, what's the name of that game from last year? Oh, the lady? No, from a few years ago. It's that yeah. lady who sat at the table and said things. Yep. And you had the investigation and her story. There you go. So this is the team that made her story. Are these actual actors? Yeah. That one's from uh, Westworld, the one that was half naked a second ago. I think. I've only ever been in love once. And there's the dude, this dude. He's um, well known. Girl I met when I was 18, but I was too young and naive. How do we know her? Him. I guess I still. Uh, it's one of those guys that you're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the guy from the thing in the movie. Yeah, her over here to the to the right, laying there with her arm on her face. That's the Westworld chick. Mm. Oh, right, 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 yeah. She was this also in that... looks like, gameplay-wise, it's going to be her story super deluxe. Telling lies. 
That eye is upside down. I don't trust it. Oh, Sam, I got some questions for you about what we've just seen. Yeah, what the brothel girl diced tomatoes. Questions that were forwarded to me by your PR department only a few weeks ago. <laughs> so what we're doing in Telling Lies is we take all of the exploration and the normal video game. So all that uh, it's funny to me. Yeah, and we apply that. Patrick knows. He's done this. He's been there, man. Around in these clips. I can tell you we never forwarded questions to anyone. I mean, we sometimes asked to see the questions before. That was rare. And over time, kind of build up this picture of the story. It was very special cases. It's truly like an open world video game. Well, I mean, you know, a lot of times with open world video games, they talk about, you know, the square kilometerage or miles in America. Kilometerage? Um, what's the sort of That's not a that term. Like how many hours of footage is there? You tell me, Patrick, so the, met, the metric. Kilometerage? Come on. What I to do We'd say mileage. Where, yeah. Is it kilometerage? No, you would just say the surface. Kilometerage. That's crazy. Did you see that... That uh, Fox News thing where there's someone railing against the yes yes Um, somebody some some guy who identifies as kind of white right wing was telling me today on Twitter that it was tongue in cheek like a joke but my problem is they don't identify it as such that's just their programming and they always have controversial stuff on so if it's a joke i think they're dead serious and they're they're that dumb i don't know it was so big i could see it being a little bit but but that's the problem it's the fact that it could even seem like it's not a joke means that they're going so far anyway that's either we just went after and then what do we want and Oh, um, a little boy showed it, up. This is better graphics than what these guys um, are talking you know, about. It's got a lot of oh, is it Van? Um, yeah, he's right here. Hey, let me blow the screen. Hey, Van. Up. Let me blow it up. You can't hear Uncle Patrick, uh, can you? Nice. Yeah, look, look. Here. Now, of course, I do want to. Hey, Van. Oh, hello, buddy. Who wants to use kilometers? Who wants to use a real system that makes sense and not those dumb miles? Metric is better, huh? huh? Metric is so much better. We'll have a date soon. Everything's intense. Oh, also, hey, Kim. Oh, hi, Patrick. Can you hear Patrick? Sorry, that's that's the effect babies have. Whenever we show up with ours, no one cares about us. Anymore. I know, it's all baby all <laughs> As soon as humanly possible. Yeah, so well, Sam Logan, thanks so much now. for joining me on stage. Hi. Once again, telling lies. Oh, that's a good boy. I'm so happy to see him. I didn't know he was going to be now, here today. Now, up on the balcony, that's awesome. Frankie's going to be talking to us about So this was uh, Scott's grandchild. Yeah, so that's, that's how old I am. I'm not that old. But. Frankie, what's going on with war, Frankie? So well, I wonder, well, there's one thing I wonder, Scott. It's not about your... Oh, okay, I'll ask one. You can't keep asking, you're good. And here with the latest look it's fine. You're enjoying your your grandson. I I can understand so, that. Chat. He's the best kid. Oh my gosh, he's so quiet and sweet. That's weird because I have the best kid. Oh, that's right. You have the best kid. Yeah, I think you're mistaken. I mean, I'm I'm sure he's great. But <laughs> yeah, see you, buddy. Are they gonna be here a while? Look at Scott with his little John Lennon glasses, beagle sweet with his baby I mean his baby's baby I think he muted himself and now he's doing faces to the baby he's making faces I should say 
Uh, Warframe. Warframe. Welcome to Warframe. This game continues to be very popular. Extremely popular. Yep. This is uh, a lot of people think this beats Destiny. And a lot of people prefer Destiny. <laughs> yeah. I I played a, a decent amount of Warframe. Um, it's really a fine game. I found it, in my experience, to be less polished. Mm -hmm. And uh, the moment-to-moment -moment gameplay was more satisfying to me with... Um, with the, It has always been better with Destiny. Yeah. But I think it's a personal thing. The, the third-person... Um, Movement is kind of amazing and more friendly. So there, there's a lot to love, of course. Yeah, yeah. It's a little grindy. A little bit. Mm. But so is Destiny. I mean, it's not like Destiny is not grindy. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Well, I'm not sure that shirt is appropriate. Hold on for So here's the question I was going to ask. Yeah. Do you think uh, Sean Plott specifically said? Fuck no! I'm not wearing those dumb suits. She can wear them if you if she wants, but I'm not doing that. I don't know. Do you think he has that kind of um, that kind of pull? That kind of um, say? I think he could say, "I'm I'm sorry. I'm not doing the dumb thing, um, the dumb things." But I don't know. Maybe maybe Frankie's just into it. She's like, "Oh, we're all the dumb cosplay." Sean Plata was, so I'm going to do it. That girl's wearing nipples. It's fine. I'm not complaining. Do you think she's the Frankie woman is going for an 80s look on purpose? She looks like Paula Poundstone. Do you know who Paula Poundstone is? Yeah, she looks like the girl who was presenting the PC gaming show in 2019. That's the one. That's the one. I'm gonna find her. To be honest, I think Sean also, you know, the suit is not the best option either for Sean. I'm not a big fan. Uh, yeah, I think it should be more casually handled. I don't know why they do the suit. You could strike a better balance between casual and uptight. Yeah. Not uptight, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. This looks very weird. Yeah, I don't know. Music, music slash art slash, I don't know, something. I don't know what to think of it. Probably a uh, click-based adventure game would be my guess. Yeah. Oh, right in the... Right in the lady boobs. So my description for this is art, music, big bang. Gen <laughs> oh, Genesis Noir. <laughs> art, music, big bang. Well, their Genesis tagline is a cosmic noir. adventure. Beautiful that far. Oh, Next you missed the Vermintide going player versus player. Genre. It's called El Ego. Oh, okay. that's a great game. A I play that game. A monastery and find your mother. Mother using Muddy. toys and tricks to avoid monks. Let's take a look at this gorgeous spaghetti western inspired project from Studio Handy Games. Handy Games? That means something else where I come from. Frodo! 
Sam, you know, this looks kind of incredible as an art thing. Mm-hmm. There are so many games that have their own art identity nowadays. Like, there are dozens of games that look just as charming and good. And I yeah, guess that's what we were really hard to earlier. hard to stand out now, isn't it? Yeah. This looks like a stealth game where you're trying to get away from all these priests or these monks. I like stealth gameplay. You could convince me to play it. That's so wide, though. Stealth gameplay is. <laughs> There's so many different. I'm not sure their uh, after effects are the best, but that's fine. That's fine. Oh, hurry up, Grandpa. Come to the bell. Yeah, this is a stealth game. I'm into it. You're into everything. I am kind of. I like all I like most genres. I don't like tower defense. I don't like anything with a timer on it and I don't like um <laughs> freaking uh, uh uh what's it called? El Ejo um, again is the title of the trailer. When you when you go with somebody, it's called a that's that means the song. No a quest if you're you're with somebody escort no, quest escort escort missions. I hate those. Oh, Dungeons and Dragons at Wizards of the Coast of Korea. Although I don't mind them. Oh, this is it, Baldur's Gate three. To talk about Baldur's Gate three. Yeah. Okay, this is where we all poop our pants. I'm very excited. Here we go. I don't poop mine. It's good. Your your uh, we went to you compensate for me because I don't like anything, apparently. <laughs> I'm glad to. And I tried to convince them back then that they should give us the Baldur's Gate 3 license. And, said, yeah. and uh, so, but we had a long chat about yeah. um, what the vision would be. Original Sin. And then uh, we kept on bumping. Uh, Divinity 3. Finish Original Sin 3 is so good. In, uh, oh, it's so good. I get a phone call from Nathan Stewart, who's the big boss of Mike and the head of Dungeons and Dragons. Three? Oh, yeah. Right away. Unbelievable uh, game. Two, right? Is it out? And he had the third one? No, sorry. <laughs> and on it was Baldur's Gate 3. <sighs> and in it was Divinity pretty much 3, right? He about. He says, I'm going to wow. send this to my board. Do you still want to do it? No, I think the the second one came out last year. <laughs> and then a couple of weeks later, we Original were starting to Divinity. Here we are. I mean, what does the Baldur's Gate franchise mean to you, Mike? Oh, to me, it's You're right, the it's two, sorry. of D&D uh, computer games, right? I mean, for me personally... Baldur's Gate, the original one, was the ch- finally I had the chance to actually play a D&D campaign rather yeah. than having to run them for all my friends. So it just it means so much to us. Baldur's Gate, it's, you know, such a He looks like a come, monk. And it's so exciting to see it come to... Because he's got that way they, you know how the monks yeah, shave their heads? For the gamers who remember of the 20 yes, years it's been. he does. Since yeah. the original, the first two in the series. He, it, it's, so it's a, a somewhat and unfortunate hair loss pattern. Yeah. I would not fault him for wearing something Gate. or shaving. Well, we're only talking about what it is. Original uh, right Sin now. 2, yeah. Uh, Unbelievable game. Go to the city, you, start the city. Uh, you start outside of the city, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's going to be mind players. Uh, they're very nasty. Uh, you are seeing in the trailer the process of seromorphosis, as we, we yeah. call it. Uh, it's accelerated, so that's not normal. Yeah. And you're going to see a lot of iconic creatures, iconic characters. Mind flayers, dude. I mean, it's D&D, man. I'm curious about some of the gameplay elements, because obviously, you know, there's been a big resurgence of Dungeons and Dragons, tons of broadcasts on Twitch. Um, I mean, how do you translate some of the insane things that players want to do into, you know, what has to be a structured computer game? 
So we started with the player handbook, which is basically the basic rule set of Dungeons uh, and Dragons. Which player handbook? Which uh, edition? Fifth edition, fifth edition. Right. Yeah. And so we ported uh, as much as we could to the video uh, game. We looked at what worked really well. So we looked at things that didn't work that well. We heard. Video game, <laughs> yeah. for, uh, uh, tabletop gaming. And, well, yeah, uh, so we started but those things, and then Baldur's Gate 3, on, top on the other hand, right? Well, I'm not a, yeah. again, I, I feel like I'm like, okay, a horrible exactly. That's a Grinch, so we had but I'm not a Baldur's Gate guy. I mean, these guys, this is a dumb line of questioning for them because the Divinity games are full of wacky abilities and, uh, and crazy player choices. Like, they'll be able to do this just fine. It's just an example. This is fine. We're just talking. We're just talking. These are things that we have to put systems into the game for to, to do it, which are not necessarily going to be described inside of the book. Interesting. And, I mean, like, Mike, in terms of your role, speaking to Larian Studios, you have tons of data of all the things that players do. That poll is wrong. D should be winning. Well, really what it comes Skyrim's to great, but D's better. You know, we think of Dungeons and Dragons, the universe of D and D. Witcher three, maybe. It's like a, a toy I might box put that in there. for dungeon right. masters and players to go into and build their own stories. So working with Larry and working with Ben, a lot of it was just opening up that toy box and sharing it and giving that kind of guidance. You know, like I remember one of our first. He's meetings, seriously, we Friar Tuck. Map of Baldur's Gate and the Sword Coast and asking all what? the questions. Like, he looks like Friar Tuck. Where do we want to go? What are the cool locations <laughs> we want to fine. Oh, from okay. I'm, it's from not me being court. critical. You know, I look like an idiot in the mirror. I mean, look at this. Jeez, chat room, you can see me. So that if you know, if, if you have your favorite class and it's in the game, you really feel like you're taking on that role that you love so much in the tabletop, yeah. really coming to life in an authentic way in Baldur's Gate 3. And we're going to talk in a moment about you know Baldur's Gate 3 release dates and whatnot. But we have a second game that we want to talk about, and on a new technology known as pencil and paper. I stop. You I are that there is such a, a child. <laughs> Getting hungry. Exactly. So in Baldur's Gate, we think yeah, I, I understand. Uh, for the podcast listeners, Scott so, uh, is playing with his head in the screen and putting his camera uh, on Sean's face. The best one was earlier because I did it to Patrick while he was eating, and so it looked like the guy on stage was like gesticulating and eating and just kind of looking around, and it was amazing. Except the guy on stage was me. Yeah, so this will give you a chance to check it out to see what's going on, its current state, who the movers and shakers are. And it also features a complete levels 1 to 13 campaign that takes you from the mean streets wow. of Baldur's Gate to the depths of hell itself. And sort of pose to the players yeah. a question. This is a bad showcase for this. Baldur's I need to see that game moving. So we'll put that right in players' hands. Well, I have to ask Spencer. And that's, a lot of we didn't see, if we didn't see it at Stadia and we didn't see it at Microsoft, we're not going to see it here. No. They had gameplay to show no way they would have saved it for PC gaming. This is the game that we want to play, so we want to make sure it's really, really good. And then when, when that's the case, then we'll Yeah, they don't have a date. Well, I know they don't have stuff to show. It's going to take forever. I think I speak for a lot of people here when I it's say... 42,000 people watching on YouTube. It's going to be fantastic worth the wait. Gentlemen, thanks so much for joining me on stage. Thank you very much. Thank you. Ben and Mike talking about Baldur's Gate 3. Oh, 200,000 people Goodbye, watching on Twitch. Why are they leaving? Well, it's because the PC Gaming Show has officially concluded. Let's bring up on the stage the fantastic Frankie Ward. Come Thank here, Frankie. God. Hello. Well, 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 thank you so much, Sean. Hasn't this audience been absolutely fantastic today? Guys, thank you so much for coming out to the fifth annual PC Gaming Show. 
We want to give an enormous thanks to all of you who tuned in live. We want to. Yeah, that was not uh, the best. Yeah. I mean, I've, we've had worse, but not much. Yeah, it's. I mean, we had we had worse, but that it was really bad. Yeah. Um, it was. Um, it wasn't the worst thing we've ever seen, but I. I. I you know. It's just kind of a. All right. It's no, it wasn't just all right. I think it was it was pretty bad. The the standing segments didn't work. Uh the questions were uninteresting. There I mean we didn't pay very close attention, uh, I admit. But I don't think there was anything interesting for most of the of the things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah, I'm not a I'm not good a fan. I think it's a step back from last year and that's too bad. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer. I I um I don't know what I was expecting. I mean, maybe I should have not expected something more, but I guess I guess last year I was I had some hope cuz it seemed like they had a better energy last year and it seemed like yeah. they were kind of onto something and maybe they would expand on that. So just from a presentation standpoint, it felt like a step back. Uh there are games in there I'm interested in. They couldn't talk about the one i wanted to the most at the end there not nearly as much as they i wish they could have like that was very little information about Baldur's gate 3 um yeah like outside of a handful of other indie titles that are sort of interesting to me just not much there what i would have liked to have seen since epic backed this thing they've got some exclusives that aren't out yet that i would love to hear more about like um uh uh what's the outlaw one uh Whatever outlaws, not space outlaw. What's wrong with me? The one that's the outer space one. That's ah, frick. Oh, Void Bastards. No, not that. Void Bastards is out. It's um, it's an exclusive. The original one came out on Steam. This one's (sighs) chat room. Rebel Galaxy. Jeez Louise. Oh, that. Yeah, Rebel Galaxy Two. Like, why can't they show us the stuff? Like, show us. Turn off the sound for this. Oh yeah, turn that off. Those guys are. There's. Oh, Max Scoville. Who's that? All right. Oh, it's just a journalist. I think it's good. Well, <laughs> anyway. All right. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, just not enough. It just could have been more and 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 whatever. It's the best platform there is. I love PC gaming. I just think this show is not the best image of it. Maybe there's no way to change that because, you know, they're not Microsoft. They're there's not- a whole bunch of factors. Yeah. Right. But uh, yeah. All right. Did anything in there go? Oh, hey, Patrick, you must play me. No. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the VR pistol pistol whip. I'm very interested in the VR super stylized thing. Oh, from the uh, VR thing, rhythm yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Asgard's Wrath was another one in VR, um, but in the PC one, I think nothing. Did nothing Pretty jump badly. out? No. Ugh. I'm trying to think if there's anything that was just like must have. I mean, I want to try auto chess. I guess that's one thing. But it's only because everyone's saying, uh, is talking about it so much. So I'm intrigued. I'm not intrigued by the game, but I'm still wondering why it's making so much noise. Yeah, I guess. It feels, so like, I a, try it, but feels like a, a movement. A different. It's a movement yeah. that's about to happen, and you want to kind of be there for it. Or to understand it or whatever. Yeah. I get Although that. I didn't, I think it it uh, stopped a little bit. Yeah. 
uh, it it died down a little bit in recent months. Chat room doesn't seem too right. stoked on anything in particular either. I mean, I think we all wanted. Um, I, well, I can speak for only me here, but I think a lot of people in the chat too. We all wanted to hear more about Baldur's Gate, and they just didn't give us anything. Like that was just like here's <laughs> well, a piece that was here's a three piece hours of well spent. Yeah, and, it did feel um, like we were waiting a long time to get to that, and then they gave us. You know, we're working on a good yeah. game, and it'll be done when it's ready. And I, that's great, and I'm sure it'll be rad. But I mean, the, you really let us on there. <laughs> and the shark thing, I'll play that shark thing. That's fine. Mm. I looked all right. Yeah, but I'll play the thing, and <laughs> actual I'm excited are two different. Yeah. Things, right? Yeah. Uh, you know what I uh, enjoyed mm. during that uh, those three hours. Mm. Spending time with you. Oh, same that here, Patrick. Fun. I always enjoyed spending time with you. And for those who don't under- realize what we're doing here, it's almost one o'clock. Where you live, it's what time? What time is it now? Oh, uh, now it's uh, almost ten. Almost ten so p.m. That's, okay, that's still fine. Um, the Ubisoft one is going to start in about an hour. Yep. And after that. I hope it only lasts about an hour mm-hmm. because after that, uh, I'm going to try to get some sleep mm-hmm. and then I'll wake back up for the Square Enix one. That's a great and, idea. I love that idea. I, 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 there's a, there's rumor. I think it's a very clever move. That, <laughs> there's rumor that our uh, pal Brian Dunaway will be joining us for the Ubisoft oh, conference, which is very exciting. That would be exciting yeah he'll be he'll be twice as awake as you are so um uh look forward to that we'll wrap this up for now we'll be back in about an hour for those watching us live uh for those listening for the others uh for the others essentially you're going to get the ubisoft uh thing probably you know by the time you wake up or something yeah so it means you went and dug out this one mm-hmm. so if you did and listen to it to the end i congratulate you on your uh gusto <laughs> your gusto i like it uh all right. all right so we'll see everybody then thank you all for being here and we'll talk we to you soon you. bye now bye